You're listening to The Comedy Cellar, live from the table, on the Riotcast Network, riotcast.com. Good evening, everybody. Welcome Great. to The Comedy Cellar Show here on Sirius XM Channel 99. My name is Noam Dorman. I'm the owner of The Comedy Cellar. We're at the back table. Um, I'm here with, of course, Mr. Dan Natterman. That would be me. Um, some Comedy Cellar regulars, Mr. Keith Robinson. Yo, yo, yo. Uh, Mike Vecchione. Yo. And then we have a special guest. The legendary Wid is a renowned prop comic from Philadelphia. Yeah. Oh, nah, nah, yeah. Nah, nah. Ah, that's where Keith that's is from. That's right. Renowned. Wid. Renowned. He is, absolutely. He, uh, Legendary. Re- he recently performed, this is his big credit, he recently performed at the Comedy Cellar for Dave Juskow's birthday bash. Uh, <laughs> that is a great credit. You must have that is a great credit. credit. It, it was a lot of fun there. You know? <laughs> All right, wow. That's, that's, the, that's the worst credit anybody's ever accepted. That, that's not, that, 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 I don't blame you. That's Steven. You went through his resume and you and you picked uh, uh, Dave Juskow. That's the most birthday. recent well, thing. His, I wanted okay. to say clubs cell. and colleges. Clubs okay. and colleges. Yeah. Right. And um, on the line, it also included Dave Attell and Artie Lang. Yeah. All right. Yes. So uh, before before we get into into Wid, uh, there's a lot of stuff going on this week that we, we have to address. First of all, yes, last night was a was it a special day here at the Comedy Well, Center? I what don't happened? know. I, I wasn't here. I, I mean, wasn't... I, I read that it was a special day. Apparently, yeah. um, it was another billion dollar night. Of, of sorts. Uh, oh, I thought you meant the Harry Anton 538.com trivia contest. No, no, contest I'm talking here. about uh, that was the, great that one of the shows. I don't know which one. We had John Podhars and Harry Anton and uh, K- Steve Kranacki of, of MSNBC. Uh, all right. For, wow. Yeah. Uh, what? I just said oh, that. Steve okay, go Karnacki? ahead. Kranacki? Yeah, go ahead. No, well, and, and, and here in the in the comedy cellar room, we had who? We had uh, apparently Louis C.K., John Stewart. Um, Aziz Ansari. Aziz Ansari. Pete Holmes, but he was on the schedule anyway. Okay. Uh, uh, but uh, he wasn't a special guest, that is. Okay. And Amy Schumer and brought in Madonna with her to go on stage wow. and do some stand-up. Oh, so, yeah, that's pretty impressive. What did Madonna well, do? But also, by the way, Noam, sometimes they, these stars come, they don't tweet or Instagram. Madonna both tweeted to her 6 million followers and Instagram to her oh. 10 million followers, the Comedy Seller, with the Comedy Seller handle LinkedIn. So that's, uh, once again, I say, and wow. I've said it before, that the Lord... Uh, is it loves Noam Dorman. <laughs> no, oh, oh my God. Noam don't believe in the Lord. Well, no. that's that's the irony of it, is that the Lord is, is the more Noam ignores him, the more <laughs> the Lord is trying to uh, get my attention. Get his attention. God is needy. God is like, a needy woman. That's, that's God is like a third grade girl. Prepare <laughs> to be so. Well, all right. But, but, but that's, that's the truth that's is, that's it's all spring just, in your step there, no. It's just the way I planned it, Dan. This is all coming together just the way I planned it here <laughs> in Comedy Cellar <laughs> Land. And, and that will, I assume, be good for the New Vegas room that's opening up, hopefully at the beginning of 2018, which we've discussed wow. several times on the show. Uh, Wid, were you aware that we're opening Thank a room you. in Vegas? I had no idea. No, I, I was uh, in Vegas many times. So well, Wid is a great Vegas act. Yeah. I'm not, Wid is a great I'm, anywhere. I'm, 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 yeah, he really is. Now, listen, this is this was interesting about Wid. First of all, I didn't see Juskow's birthday bash. Well, oh I'm God. sorry about that. Uh, that was, uh, and I, I don't know if it went well or not. However, I know that... Sold out. <laughs> this more than that. But A, I know that A, uh, comedians generally uh, badmouth prop comics. Oh, yeah. they, they, I'm the last prejudice that's allowed, okay? And prop comics are bashed all the time. I get the high hat from everybody, okay? But I kind of like it because I'm a rebel in that way. A lot of people say they're rebels and they do this and they kind of conform. I went with uh, what people told me not to do. They told me not to do puns, and they told me not to do props. So I said, well, I'm going to do them. And I've been doing it for 30 years now, and uh, we can see how far I got. (laughs) He's a comics comic. Comics love him. He hosted open mic night when I started. Well, that was my B, that given the fact that comedians don't like prop comics, the fact that uh, people as uh, auspicious as David Tell regard you on their shortlist of people that they admire. I think that was the wrong use of the word auspicious. uh, 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 What's what's the word? uh, Yeah. Uh, no, there's a word for a guy. Uh, 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 rarefied. I don't know. I, 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 whatever. I, I like rarefied. Well, uh, uh, as they uh, uh, regard you on the shortlist of the comics they admire, that's a tremendous accomplishment for a prop comic. Well, I think for any comic, it's well, a any thing. Comic. I mean, you know, there is a there's a short list of prop comics out there. Nobody wants to do it anymore. You don't see any new prop comics coming up. 
And, uh, you, you know, it's Why don't they want to do it anymore? Because of the luggage I, rules? I, I, yeah. um, I think, I think the separation tr- from vaudeville to uh, modern comedy. <laughs> That's such a good line. Mike Sawyer's right. got good lines. That's all right. Know? Keep going, Win. Uh, no, uh, the separation from vaudeville to uh, right now is a lot, uh, uh, you know, it's a lot further than when I first started out. You know, prop comics were, were sort of accepted back in the day. You know, Lenny Schultz and uh, Gallagher and those, those sort of people. And uh, Rip Taylor. My, my, father Rip Taylor. Gallagher. Yes. my father loved Gallagher. I hated Gallagher. Yeah. yeah. I love Because of the watermelon thing? I hated Gallagher. He, he, yeah. he, uh, that was seedy. That was really racial. Well, Wid, where is Carrot Top fit Hold on. into Keith the... Keith is taking a oh, knee sorry. right now at that last joke. He's taking a knee of the watermelon reference. Right. Uh, I like oh. that joke. That was good. <laughs> <laughs> we can get Jared here with his jumper, if you'd like. You want to replace me with a grown man wearing a jumper? Absolutely. I'm Go sorry, bro. Oh, uh, I, I guess a esteemed. I esteemed guess esteemed is the word. Esteemed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know why. Do you predate Carrot Top? Yes. Well, I, you know, I'm sure that he was inspired by me some way. He, he, he told me at one time. I did this uh, this video called World's Most Tasteless Jokes. Remember those books? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. They did an actual film of that. Okay. And uh, I was out there and I did that. And that's when I had long hair and shorts and uh, was, was kind of uh, hippie-like. Well, um, flowing out of each nostril. But uh, it was... Uh, you know, he told me at one time that that's what inspired him because they used to watch me uh, in the well, Southern uh, University that he went to. What but about, he's a good guy. What about Frankie Pace? Frankie Pace was, uh, of, of course, but he was more... Uh, he was more using one prop. You know what I mean? I use. Uh, no, I no. Frankie had, a, Frankie had a whole. Ba- first of all, Frankie Pace was the first comic on SNL. Yeah, he was a prop comic. Yeah, he I, used to destroy down here. Like it was, he was one of those acts that. Well, he didn't have a, a lot of luggage. No, uh, but Wade just had more. Well, Wade, stuff. let's talk about how more he, jokes. But that's what I say. But but so Frankie Pace would come down and he would kill, and right. the comedians used to. Bad mouth him and, and look down their nose at, and they they br- and they broke this man down to the point where he started trying to go on stage without any props, which wasn't his thing. You know, you got to be the person that you are. Right. And he started and they basically in, in a way drummed him out of the. I mean, I, he might still well, be working, that, but they drummed him out of the business in a certain way, and it was horrible. The guy was a this guy was funnier than anybody. I haven't seen you, but. Go ahead. Well, that, let no, me just... I, I'm I'm uh, I'm working with Frankie in a couple of weeks, and uh, nice. you know I've been on his podcast and things like that, and he, uh, you know, he and I were always friends and stuff like that. But it's hard to be on the same show with uh, you know two prop comics. It's like two guitar acts or, or two, two clever uh, comics you know, or, or, or two yeah or two <laughs> people who are two or two wordy, clever you know, comics or two accordion players or no, something, uh, something like that. I wasn't there at the time that Frankie was drummed out of the business, as you say. I have to be. They broke him. He's broke. A little. He was right. I have to be. It's because of that built-in prejudice that people have. I do have to be slightly skeptical. Granted, comics often look askance at prop comics, but the notion that they broke him doesn't. They did. Accord with what I observe in the comedy business today. Uh, John Joseph is a guitar comic, not a prop comic, but a guitar comic, and beloved and not made fun of. Uh, Impressionists uh, that we have here uh, are not made fun of or drummed out of the business. Who's an impressionist? Who is an impressionist? Yeah. You know what I always get? I always get, I hate prop comics. Oh, except for you, Wid. Okay. That's uh, that's like a... That's, I, I know, get a lot of that, too. But it's okay. I hate black comics, except for you, Wid. <laughs> 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 I was almost drummed out of the business one. You're drunk. Well, again, I wasn't there, but... Well, I, I, listen, Dan, how about Dan, black prop I thought comics? you were shutting his mic off. He's going to applaud you. Uh, uh, Will Smith is kind of a black prop. Anyway, uh, 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 Dan has to f- try to find... No, 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 I just I'm cold war in anything I say, but the truth is wow. that he was drummed out. That's all. But maybe he was. I, I disagree drummed with out. that, too. He wasn't not drummed out. Yeah. Well, he, they, they, I mean, you speak to him. You speak, I, I, I he did not like the business after a while, Frankie. Frankie, because, Frankie was a little bit better because of the way he was treated and the uh, way that he was. But uh, treated by whom? By the the powers to be, well, and, we're not and by his peers. Exactly. By his peers. By his peers and by the powers to be. Yeah. People don't want. They don't understand, uh, you know, that you got a lot of luggage when you come in there, or that they think you're carrying your brain around in a paper bag. That's what. Uh, well, how much? Are. I want to tell you guys, and I, 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 I've told the story before, but it never, it always, 
educates me in the back of my mind. I saw Eddie Murphy Raw in 1980. What year did it come out? 84 or something? Raw yeah. was 86. Right. 86. Delirious was 82-ish. Right. All right. Okay. So 86. And I came in here. The, the bar was over there. And I, the comedians of the day were there, like John Heyman and, and maybe... Uh, Havy, and I, I haven't heard there. that name in a while. And they were hanging around, and these were the top comics working at the time. And I, and I kind of said, wow, I just saw Eddie Murphy Raw. It was fantastic. Like, boy, was that funny. And they're like, oh, come on. That guy's a hack. He's a derivative guy. Like, they, they put down Eddie. They made me feel like a total jackass. Like, literally questioning myself. Like, wow, I can't believe I thought this was funny. Wow. Meaning, and they were, they, they totally missed it. In retrospect, now the new generation of comics they love Eddie Murphy. Right. Or it's a class. People can still recite. Oh, people loved it at the time too. Well, well, not comics, not really? com- not comics. What? What? And that, uh, we're, we're pe- the experts in every genre and everything. They get they get that wrong. They get music wrong. I remember when I was a kid, the Bee Gees were considered to be r- you know ridiculous. Oh man. Me- meanwhile, they were selling all the records. They right. started but, a joke. Right. But people yeah. who understood what was good and what wasn't good right. would mm-hmm. talk badly about the Bee Gees and the Jackson Five at one point. Yeah. And in retrospect, they were all wrong. Yeah. They mm-hmm. were all wrong. Go ahead. Well, they might not have been wrong. Maybe they were right. Uh, and yeah, you know, Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy might still hold up. Because they never said that those people aren't going to be popular. They just said they're, they're, they're not no, gifted musicians. No, but some people were popular and, they, and good. Eddie the Murphy. point is, is were they wrong? Yes. About they were. yes. In the, the, the new generation of musicians all respects those guys. Right? Yeah. Eddie Murphy started out at the East Side Comedy Club. And he used to do it with Rob Bartlett. And Bob Nelson. Okay. And a couple of the, uh, a couple of his. And he was how old at the inflection. time? Inflection. What? He was how old? Oh, he was 17, 18. 17. Okay. And he was getting rides from uh, yeah, wherever he lived in the Bronx or Brooklyn or something like that. He was uh, getting a ride out to Long Island to do this. So in the hood somewhere. I know. Can you imagine somebody had to give him a ride? And uh, <laughs> I couldn't get a but, cab. <laughs> but a couple of the, like his Jewish voice was definitely from from somebody else. Uh-huh. All right. And a couple other voices that he did was were from somebody else. But this was in the very beginning when he was raw, and he was influenced by these older comics who took him under his wing. They did the same thing to Rosie O'Donnell. They took uh, the, the guys out on Long Island. They took care of uh, you know the, uh, of their comics. I mean, you know, but both of those turned out to be two of the biggest uh, uh, in the world. But that was all Richie Minervini, uh, you know. Uh, Jackie Martling, uh, you know, uh, and and that whole crew out there that uh, took a lot of people under their wings, and that's where a lot of people started out there. Now, Farmingdale. I, I wanted to ask you about. We talked about you lugging along a large amount of props. Uh, what Eddie Murphy? I opened for twice uh, back in uh, in Philadelphia, and he liked my act, and he encouraged me to do that, no, and but, he was laughing. My question but the is, third is, time is, was just too much for My question is, is when you have to go somewhere that requires a plane ride, how do you? Uh, how do you bring all your shit with you? I uh, I used to be able, before 9-11, I was able to bribe anybody who would uh, handle luggage at an airport. You just slip them $10, $15, they put anything on you. Wow. I used to take onto the plane, I used to take, because uh, this is before 9-11, I used to take a, a, an arrow, like a bow and arrow thing. With a real arrow. You know, because I did Cupid and Stupid, and, you know, and things like that. Stupid. But they would do that and... They would play with it on the plane. I mean, the uh, the stewardesses and go, "Hey, what's this? An arrow?" And a, you know, that. so. But after 9/11, I couldn't get anything anywhere, and I had to pay just like everybody else. And you know, 9/11 I, killed prop comedy. Uh, well, it Is killed. It fair to yeah, say that didn't help. Yeah, it killed bribery <laughs> at the airports. That's what it killed. Yeah. I, I, well, how much prior you, to 9/11? You should, could actually you could actually have a chance of getting onto an international flight without a passport. Yeah. It was. Oh, oh, go yeah. ahead. Yeah. Oh, well, now if your license expired, they won't let you. Like, it oh, was yeah. a problem. I if it's expired. Wow. All right. So, well, so how much? How many? <laughs> how many <laughs> well, we just real quickly. I just want to know if, what Noam thinks about bringing Wit out to Vegas, <laughs> and will he pay for the props to fly? Well, I've just been out. I, I was out two times this year in, the, in Vegas, and uh, where did you work? I worked at the Rio. I'm in a band, okay? I'm a singer. I'm in a Star Trek band called the Roddenberries, and we do parody songs, and they had us out to uh, the big 50th anniversary of Star Trek. Is, are, then, are any of these on there Luke could play out, Luke could cut into our show now, one of these Star Trek parody songs? Can you find them? Are they online somewhere? Uh, yeah. Oh, it's, so, it's called, uh, you know. Which is the best one? We can the play Roddenberries. Little, we can play a little bit of one of them now. Which one is the best one? Uh, the best one is called uh, 
that's space. That's me singing. Okay, well, that's space. Okay. So go that's ahead. Go. Instead of that's life, Frank Sinatra. Okay. Frontier, we're out here on a mission, baby. Gonna last five years. But if I boldly go where no man has gone before, yeah, I might be back, be back in forward. That was that space by the Roddenberrys. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, but but uh, we're we're pretty much sanctioned by the uh, the Roddenberry estate and all that stuff because, and it's pretty good because I started singing when I was uh, fifty years old, and uh, you know, and that's sort of like a, a that's sort of like right, a so fantasy listen, so, of mine. So you perform, well, so you haven't been performing comedy in Vegas. You've been doing you've been doing. Oh, song. I did. I did MGM, okay. The Catch a Rising Star, all that so, stuff. So we're gonna have a comedy club in Vegas. And uh, Dan's a troublemaker, but nevertheless, absolutely. If, if, you, if, you, can like go, if you can go over, then, then that's fine. That's the standard of everything around here. The you folks can. like me out there because, uh, you know, I'm sort of middle of the road. Uh, in well, then why don't that... you perform here? What? Why don't you perform at the Comedy Cellar? Uh, because of logistics. You know, it's hard to get in. You know, they say you're... Uh, everybody you know, you're talking to the eyes. owner. I have Paul around here. Well, here, what <laughs> me. Okay. And, uh, I'll ask Essie to that me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I know. But the sets here are short. No, so we send, yes. send, me, send me something. I'll, I'll watch your your, your uh, video, whatever it is. Let me, let me see. But Why not? It, I, love it, 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 I love I love hacks and prop acts. Everybody knows. He's I, not a hack. No, no. He's not. Well, not. I, I both rolled into one. No, no, no. no, no. He's no, not no. a hack. That, listen, listen. No. Wait, it's not a hold, hack. Hold on. I didn't, that was not the way. I, I didn't mean it all the way it sounded. I mean, like, the comedians disparage hacks and he disparage prop acts. I do what? not think that you're a that being a prop act is a hack at all. As a matter of fact, it's way more talented than it's a real talent. However... The people that are considered hacks, I sometimes like them too. I mean, you know, I think you guys are like such snobs sometimes. People, people throw that around. around. A lot of people who, uh, you know, they complain about people stealing their stuff or they complain about not being a hack. I read a lot of old uh, joke books and comic books. You know, I'm an antique guy. And so I, I know where a lot of people's acts actually came from. You uh -oh. know, it may be thinly disguised. Call as, some uh, of them out. Who? Yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, oh I'm not going to call someone no, out. Don't, don't yeah. put it out there and don't okay, call Keith them out. Okay, Keith Robinson. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> His entire act, okay, is it's, Bill it's just like Eddie album. Murphy <laughs> Raw. Yeah. Yeah. You know how those. <laughs> but the, the sets here, of course, not, uh, they're short sets of 10 to 15 minutes. I mean, do you do. Generally, you probably don't do no, sets but that's good because that you bring length. a smaller bag. Yes, you, you bring do. a smaller <laughs> bag, right? Well, sometimes whatever vehicle or whatever bag I have, I will do it in that. I will uh, adapt to whatever situation I have to, and uh, that's that's sort of because uh, you know I'm that's the way question. it goes. How do you define Mike Beckyon? Yeah. How yes. do you define hack? Somebody who just does easy, easy material stuff that you don't have to really easy, think about it. Easy meaning it's that... You can, finish the, you can finish... That the audience will laugh. Like yeah, easy, easy you can laugh. You can kill with it. I mean, I, I respect a good hack. I respect a good hack in a way that he just goes... I, I like a guy who's a hack and knows that he's a hack. He's like, this is what I'm doing. I, this I, is what I'm doing. I get it. Sort of like, like, like who? I disagree, <laughs> with, I disagree with uh, Mike. It's not easy. Somebody who does something easy, somebody who does something familiar, more or less... Like if you you talking about going to the bathroom, girls go. Nah, the bathroom, I disagree with that because that. you could do airplane jokes, but you could do them in a unique way. You oh. could do unique angles That's, on the on the topic. Isn't that right, do do one now, Mike? I have a whole airplane. It helps me in the Midwest, Say. but but it's it's uh, not going to do my act on this podcast. Hello, cut in the mic, I'm not going to be backed into this corner. Cut Mike Vicky. Cut, cut really good airplane jokes. <laughs> Keith. Airplane Are they online? Joke. Can we find your airplane yeah. jokes? Online? You've seen it before, yeah. Noam. You saw it at the Fat Black. You saw it. You're yeah, like wait, that's I, unbelievable. I, it's a really great. <laughs> but then again, you just said you liked hacks, so maybe I'm a hack. Now I'm starting to think I'm a hack. Still no smoking on a flight. I just do other drugs. I take one magic mushroom before I get onto the plane, and that's way worse. I hit the call button 40 times, and the stewardess comes up. But by then I'm calling her a waitress. Because let's face it, if it wasn't for gravity, she would be working at an IHOP. I'm like, excuse me, ma'am. I do not want to alarm you, but there is a small dragon in the bathroom. He is breathing fire, and technically that is smoking. Now, this, this is why I like hacks. Because 
the audience doesn't know that what the guy is doing is unoriginal. And the reason that the guy is aping what he's doing is because it is funny. So when you, in other words, the, the, it's fine to laugh at a hack because what they're doing is actually funny. Otherwise, the hack wouldn't get anywhere with it. But you, you guys you just resent the fact that it's not original, and you're right about that. But and, you and, haven't and not really, respected. But don't say it's not funny. You, you haven't really but, defined hack. A hack is somebody, I believe, who does something over the line of unoriginality where there's really nothing about an original take that they bring to the bring to it. That that's a, that's what I would say is a hack. Someone's just it's just like it's been done before. Yeah. yeah there's nothing about I would agree you. with that. Well, Dan, yeah. I come would agree on, with that. Dan. That come on. Obvious. That's the definition that I would use. Yes. That they bring nothing unique to right. the table. You right. agree with no? Would you, yes I do. I wow, often this is a first. I probably agree with no more often than I disagree with no. But Noam highlights Thank the disagreements <laughs> and makes a stink out of it. But uh, I would suggest, I would agree with that, uh, that definition. Yeah. But sometimes the, the, the person's personality is just kind of like such, such, such a magical charisma. I agree with that. That even then is like, whatever, because they're wonderful. Like, just their aura. That person is so appealing. Yeah, but they're still a hack. You don't want to lose it. But they're no, still a hack. They're but still you can say all those great things about them, but at the end but of the day, it's still But a that hack. aura yes. is something original, too. So yes. you give a little bit of credit for originality to you, a charisma that yes. might be and a lot original. Of comics, yes. A lot of comics take themselves very seriously, and they take the art very seriously. Yeah. And there's others who take it with, uh, you know, as whimsical. Well, and I think that they uh, become uh, hacks because they'll do anything to get a joke. And a lot of hacks turn into, uh, into more seasoned comics as they drop their hackiness, okay? Give I, me a, a music, that's give that's me a the music key there. guy that you think is a hack. Somebody in music that you think is a hack. Uh, no, I'd I, 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 I probably I rather not say. No, no, in well, music, I would say, yeah. so, uh, who's that? Oh, hack? in music. Well, come back to me. Go ahead. Anybody else have an answer to that? I'm trying to think of somebody as a hack. It's not a game uh, show, uh, no. Mike, <laughs> Michael, Michael Bolton? I don't know. <laughs> Michael Yeah, Michael. Bolton. Yeah. Michael yeah. Bolton gets a, gets a rap for that. They, they hate him. Hate they hate Michael Bolton. I hate yeah, Michael. Yeah, yeah, Ray Charles stuck up for Michael Bolton. He says, uh, if, if you sing that good, I don't care what you're singing. And I, that surprised I me, like too. I like hacks, but I'm saying when I hear Michael Bolton, there's nothing about Michael Bolton. I say, uh, that's just, he, it, it's, all, it's a retread. Of various things from other people, there's nothing about it. There's nothing about him particularly that I find original about right. the guy. He's, he, but he's a very good singer. He's very, he's very competent right. and 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 does it well and polished. And I like a Michael Bolton song, you know. But I don't think, oh, I can't wait to hear the next Michael Bolton release because I wonder what he's going to come up with this time. Like right. a Stevie Wonder album, you're like, oh my god, what's next? You know? I think Wid said it. It's like in anything to get a laugh, that's not good. Anything to get a laugh is not good because you could do the lowest brow shit. Sometimes you have to restrain yourself when you when you know that is, and especially it uh, depends on what kind of audience he is. Mike says that uh, you know he does he does hackneyed jokes, uh, you know about or quasi hackneyed jokes about airplanes, yeah. which yeah. people would put in. I don't think that those. When, I don't think that that's hack. When you're in, no, are you well, calling Mike a hack? The, no, the he, premise, first of all, the man said hackneyed, which is you know most hackneyed. people don't even realize that the word hack comes from hackneyed, and mm -hmm. they start saying hacky now. Hack, you know, hack, hack is hackneyed. But go ahead. But. Uh, you know, you you are allowed a certain amount when you were doing it in the Midwest or in the mid uh, in a Elks Club or something like that. The deplorable the, love hacks. The original, <laughs> yeah. And, the, and you know, and the real world uh, doesn't want to just hear about certain situations, or they don't understand. Let me tell you, I, I thought of another hack, Hillary Clinton. Well, she and and Rance, and Rance Priebus. We should have just to be for equal time. Like, we should have a woman president because we wouldn't have to pay her as much. Uh, <laughs> but, I like that way. Yeah. Right. Oh, you hear Kevin, Kevin Brennan? That's cute. He said, you know, Saudi, Saudi Arabia uh, started to allow um, women, women to drive. drive cars now. Right. Kevin Brennan shares it on Facebook and writes, slippery slope. <laughs> I thought it was so funny. You good. don't get it? Wow. Like, now, whatever. I, thought, I, I really laughed out loud. Kevin Brennan is uh, not a hack. Oh, no, he's not. He's fucking great. Yeah. See, I started because That's I had debatable. an Kevin, no, no, I love no, Kevin. No, no, Kevin Brennan. I love his comedy. I started because I had an antique store, and I used to tell the the customers with stuff that was all over the uh, store. I would tell them that uh, that joke with uh, you know, and that's how I started in, in comedy by being, and so it was sort of natural for me. It wasn't just something. Oh, I'm going to go out and be a prop comic. It just happened that I had all this stuff, and I would make jokes with the stuff, and so. 
That's great. An I antique feel, rap I, I comic. Feel, yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> old, old jokes. Old jokes. Old, most of them racist. Yeah. I right. believe, Can we talk about taking a knee? Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. I believe that every comic should mind his damn business and do what you do on stage. Absolutely. Don't worry about I, I, nobody. I, I, yeah, that's true. How they're doing it, what right. they're doing. I have to say. Mind your damn business and do what you do. No, my numerous Period. occasions have talked about how other comics are snobby or they trash comics. Uh, that may be, but I've I... I've never heard Ray Allen talk about other comics. Forget Ray Allen. Good. I haven't... I'm an easy victim. That's I, why they talk about it. Are him. you saying forget Ray Allen because you're going to Aruba? I'm saying forget Ray Allen because he's not <laughs> in a here. Months. I'm saying in general, yeah. I have not seen what you're describing. I have not seen that degree of snub. Most comics uh, are I fairly have. respectful to other yeah. comics. I don't hear a lot of vicious bashing. I heard some vicious bashing. Where have you heard some vicious bashing? Well, it's, it's I get the hi-hat. You know the hi-hat? You know what? I don't hear it here, and maybe because comedy seller comics are secure in their own funniness. They don't feel the need to bash. I'm not hearing a lot of bashing here at the comedy seller. Would you, are you in no. accord with that? Well, this is, this is uh, the, wait, wait, let, the let No, I, look, I believe that every comic... Mike is a snotty comic. I'm not a snotty comic at all. Don't you scream, Mike. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Mike is very snobbish. Would you admit that? I, absolutely not. <laughs> I disagree with you again. I disagree with you that airplane jokes have to be hack and that I'm a snob. You want to attack me some more? I have airplane jokes, too. I don't use them in the city, typically. How but, about women but I be so and men be so? And I don't use them in the city, not because I think they're hacky, but I think they'll be perceived as such. I think we're disagreeing because black and white people are different. Am I right, <laughs> everybody? Wait, Keith, so, so what are you saying about comedy seller comics bashing... Uh, other I've comics? seen comics a long time ago. I'm not going to mention no names. Go after another comic so bad, it really hurt his feelings. Yeah. This is comedy seller comics. Right. You know, so, look. And that kind of died with Patrice, though. No, it's not. Don't, believe me, it's not, it wasn't it, Patrice. It yeah. was a lot of other people. Because okay. people have snotty attitudes towards whatever. And I think that comics, mind your damn business, do what you do. Right. And be satisfied with that. Period. Well, I, I'm not seeing a lot of it, but but it may well occur. I'm seeing comics uh, I, I, fairly I respectful. Seeing, I used to be more, but but you know you know you know they won't say. But you like sometimes like Keith and I, mm -hmm. he didn't even need to say it. I can just see a slight twitch in his eyebrow, uh. and I and I know exactly. And I'm like, no, yeah, you're right. It's not like we don't have opinions <laughs> that we don't think other yeah. comics are hacky. But there's not. It's not. There's no bullying or. Of driving people out of the business. Uh, uh, I don't think that is either. Well, I don't yeah, think it yeah, is either. Absolutely. Because you know you're playing a different game. Only only a prop act guy. And, oh, there was another guy. <laughs> and I, don't, I don't know if I heard his feelings or not, but but there was a com uh, comedian magician, Charles Mount, who was also fantastic. And there was another guy, Joe Mulligan. All, all these guys. who Charles Mount was a magician, and Joe depended on the guitar. guitar. And all of these guys felt, in a certain way, not respected. And all of them then tried to put down what it was that got them there, the magic or the guitar, and just go on stage. But no, feeling not respected. And it never really worked for them, and then we, they were not, kind of not heard from anymore. Feeling not respected that, can occur, but I don't think there's a lot of vicious I, bullying and insulting. I've been asked many times. words in my mouth. I never said vicious bullying. I've been asked many times not to use the prop. Because he knew he wasn't respected. No. Not everybody can be respected. All right, what are you talking about taking, what's your, <laughs> take a knee. Well, what has a final Many thought? times that uh, I understand when I'm getting a high hat or when, you know, or when people talk behind your back because I am, I, I am the ultimate prop comic because I have, you know, what I have that puns? much What about the puns? You do puns too. You have a good, yeah, a lot of puns, you know, a lot of puns. A lot of puns and a lot of uh, props, but I also, do, you know, I worked for 10 years at the Laugh House, okay, and I was the guy who, uh, you know, 30, 40 people a week would come in and I'd be the guy who would uh, put them on and off and, and, and do that. But uh, I, I didn't use props then, and I, I found it kind of, uh, you know, I find it kind of comfortable not to use it, but I love using my props, and I love being myself with those props. I mean, that kind of defines me, and it will always define me. You That's because you're funny with them. Now, but the yeah. thing is, I'm, we... We but Wid was funny without props, too. It'd be hard to... You normally play clips of comics. It's hard to do with Wid because it's so visual. But just to give the listeners an idea of the kind of stuff you do, uh, would you mind if I, I, I gave out one of your gems? Uh, oh, you spoke of one. For example, he, he goes... Uh, he'll say something, and then he'll take out a knot, which is frayed. And I go, frayed knot. You know, for example. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> you know what? It's good, but, but not on the radio. Well, I do want to give the audience a sense of what he does. So he goes, if he's killing, he'll go, he'll take a 
uh, a baseball bat and a doll of home, Homer Simpson, and he'll smack the doll with the bat. He goes, I'm batting homers here. That's funnier. No. I like, they're both funny. You have to see him do it. Yes. Obviously, he, but, he does it better than But I'm within rapid fire it. and three or four jokes that go on with uh, each one that's of those things, that's, that's sort of what I yeah. do. You manage a doctor's office. Okay. I used to have to go to the doctor's office because I, I thought I was Tom Jones. Is that strange? It's not unusual. <laughs> and I like I like not to always know what I'm uh, what I'm reaching for. Oh, uh, you know, I like have a question some... for you. Robin Williams right. used to look out around one and just pick up something and make a joke out of it. Looked Ooh, like he was a miraculously right. spontaneous right. prop right. comic. Was he making those things up on this on the spur of the moment? Well, how would uh, Wynn know? So, he, uh, he knows. Well. well because prop comics, are, no, they keep tabs on each other. You know what it is? It's memorizing. <laughs> they don't know each other. It's, it's like memori- to be a comic like that, you have to memorize your ad libs, okay? You have to know what your ad lib is before you actually do it, okay? And I, I'm pretty sure that that's, he knew what he was doing. And, to, to you know, you know that he borrowed from other people. you going to talk bad people. about Robin Williams? Uh, I... Kind of feel bad for him. He I'm used teasing. my prom. That's he not he stole bad. some of your. No, he used my props when uh, after I was done. He uh, would come in to uh, oh, in mm, California mm, oh, and he would mm. use them and have a great time. You know, him and Rick Overton would uh, use my props and do you know back and forth well, and we, things like that. I had a quote from him saying that after he saw my act, he goes, "Man, and I thought I was crazy." Okay, and th- th- from Robin Williams to say that, I thought I kind well, of. Well, by the way, Robin Williams is a is a great example Robin of a Williams guy who, of guy who's his. Magical personality, right. and charisma exceeded actually his like yeah. the words on the page of his yeah. jokes are not, you know, p- particularly compelling. But the guy, I mean, this is just a special guy, right? And, I and agree because with that. he's so special, you just yeah. couldn't ever call him a hack. He's just, he's you know, he's, <laughs> I, he, I, I will say, no, just, keep why laughing. Uh, whatever, go ahead, continue. Okay. <laughs> yeah. How about Jonathan Take. Winters? Now, Jonathan Winters was very inspirational. Robin Williams loved. Yeah. yeah. Yes, yeah. and I was on two specials back in the day with uh, with Jonathan Winters, and he was he was very afraid of Robin Williams. He said, "That guy stole me. That guy stole me." And then Robin would come, and he'd go, "Oh, hi, how you doing?" But Jonathan Winters was very much of a he was. He felt threatened by uh, Robin Williams because, uh, you know, they, they we were so that much now. alike. People, people complain about someone else stealing their essence. The essence. We've heard that. Yeah, their it, essence. Is it possible? I don't know. And it was, uh, it, it, you can see it in it. Uh, I mean, that, that Robin Williams is sort of Jonathan Winters uh, updated, you know. Right. And he was. But that's, that's what happens, you know. That's, Listen, I mean, this may be, a, this may be like a pedantic thing to say, but. Like early Beethoven sounds just like Mozart. I mean, right. you know, people right. are influence. Sometimes, sometimes overwhelmingly feel influenced by something, right. and it takes them a while for them to yes. put it through their own processing, right. and, and, it, and then it comes out something else. Ray Charles used to sing just like uh, you know somebody else. He used to sing like uh, Elvis. Uh, it better uh, not be n- no white guy. <laughs> no, I, I, Nat King Cole. He used Nat to sound Cole. just like Nat King Cole. There you Cole. go. You know that I used okay to have a... Uh, Sinatra so, so had to be like Billie Holiday. You know that yeah. I used to have a catchphrase? Yeah. I used to have a catchphrase. What was it? Well, I only had it for like a week. It didn't work and it was too confining. But the catchphrase was, I'd never learn. Which actually I think was a pretty good catchphrase. Because yeah, Louis t- Schaefer told me, Dan Natterman writes a mean joke, but no one remembers Dan Natterman. Louis Schaefer, he's the not gay guy. What's Dan Natterman? So I said, I got to figure something out. So I decided, I never learn. And then I'm going to be about never learning. That's a great, that's a great, that's a great, I think that's a great catchphrase. Except it's like. But you have to say it after every joke. I never learn. Yeah, and most jokes don't have anything to do with I never learn. I can't say like. uh, Just like that. Keith, there's a little showmanship involved. (laughs) You know, most of my jokes do not fit into the I never learn uh, format. So it was very confining. So I just said, fuck it, it's too confining. I just want to let you know that me and Keith have locked arms for the listeners out there to show our solidarity against America. That's yeah, like right. a Bennington commercial over there. <laughs> Absolutely. Anyway, Noam is, is chomping at the bit to get to what everybody's talking about, yeah. be it on Facebook, on Twitter, or face-to-face. Of course, uh, the, the national anthem protests in the, uh, the National Football League, which is a professional sports league here in they know. Uh, now, now, okay. now, now Keith, I'm not course, a big sports Keith, fan. Keith, of course, is African American, but he's Whoa. got a, he's what do you got mean? A, he's, We don't have any proof of but that. But he's he's got a take on this. Check his penis. He's got a t- he's. But Keith has a take on this, which one would not expect from an African American. Go ahead, Keith. What do you feel about it? What I feel about it, I feel like 
You should. Oh, you, you <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> please please wow. speak it. Don't rap it. <laughs> he set him up. He set him up. <laughs> that was real good. That's real uh, good. <laughs> Go ahead, Keith. No, I, I believe that. Uh, first of all, we know what you this believe, but say it out loud. Go ahead. This weekend's thing yeah. had nothing to do with the uh, original Colin Kaepernick. What exactly did happen this weekend? Because I'm actually not up this on weekend. It. Dumb Donald yeah. opened up his stupid mouth and told, called them son of a bitches, and you know they should respect the flag and da 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 da. who though? Because I, were they the, people the players. Still, the players. Taking had, knees. had people still the been players. taking knees? Yeah. Yeah. No. So who was the he, thing was about it? He, he just brought it up. They should. They shouldn't kneel. You got to respect the flag and da 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 ba ba ba. And he and what what the thing that 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 got everybody upset, or more or less the owners upset. Is he said that people should boycott the the the, the league and they should you know uh, turn fire off fire those players? They should. Yeah, that's what he said. Players. They should fire those players. So the owners got upset. So the owners got involved when they start to mess with their money. All right. You understand? Like yeah, I owners understand. do, no? Yeah, like everybody does. Only one that messes with <laughs> your money. I'm gonna take a knee every day on your stage now. So. <laughs> So, I think it's a fad. I think it's a fad. Uh, you know, I don't think it's going to last that it's long. Not, it's, not it's, a, it's not a fad. I, Colin Kaepernick brought it up because of police violence. That's not a fad. That's something that's real. Right. And that was real to him. And then Donald Trump, he, almost a year later, because Colin Kaepernick, they're not allowing him in the league. That He's not around anymore. Is he a good quarterback? Yes. So, so you think they didn't sign him because uh, because he's controversial? Yes, absolutely. I, absolutely. I don't know enough. Yeah, about it. I do believe that. Yeah, too. I think that's pretty much. A given. I do believe that. No, but I, he's a good. I, but, he's, a, he's a good backup. I would say. No, I'd say he's a backup. He took to, He took his team to the Super Bowl. He took his team to the Super Bowl. He, he, he's accom- he accompanied the, his team. But go ahead, go ahead. He took his team. He, to the he's Super Bowl. responsible for the going to the Super Bowl. Absolutely. They had a great year that but year. But be that as it but may, I think it's so pretty universally accepted that the owners don't want to touch him with a 10-foot pole right. because of this controversy. Yeah. Right. Because they felt as though, once again, that money's involved. They don't want their money affected well, well, no, at no, all. No, let me just, I don't want to defend or not defend, there's... but I want to ask you something. When you, when you say that in a disparaging way, but the owners, presumably, they own these teams because they're running a business. That, and, and don't they have the, the obligation, in a sense, to say, well, you know, this is bad for business, I, I, this is, uh, why would I want this? Okay, you know it's bad for business. Um, answer my question. Please. Let me ask you this. Yeah, yeah. losing is bad for business. Yeah, they have to, now, they have to weigh that they, against. They have to weigh one against the other. Yeah. That, 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 you know, Colin Kaepernick is better than at least sixteen of our starting quarterbacks that start now. He's better than them, and you know, it's teams that's losing, but losing and and they won't use him. So, so then it's not bad for business. Then it actually, it's actually worse for business. It's worse for to, business to not use. They it. just took that stance because people were talking about that, and they said that it was a dip in the ratings in the NFL. But that wasn't because of that. Yeah, I think you're right. Everything is dipping in ratings now. Yeah, There's yeah. Just too many. But that's options. not where the crux yeah. of the controversy lies. This in terms of this this latest. Oh, well, um, you, 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 explosion you of controversy that we see online. Well, the controversy now lies in, first of all, whether Donald Trump as president of the United States should be telling private business owners who to fire, which uh, there may be some legal issues there. It's apparently, I don't, a government official's not allowed to do that or something There's like no, that. Le- I don't believe there's any legal uh, issues. But, and, and secondly, ordering him to. freedom of speech. People, uh, people are saying, how dare Donald Trump say that they, these people shouldn't be allowed to protest and take a knee. And... Uh, that, that's really where the, con- the controversy seems to and be. And where do you come down, Daniel? I come down as follows, <laughs> and I'm glad you asked that question. <laughs> uh, if I come down, here's where I come down. Um, People, okay, we, I, we can, I, Luke can cut it out if you say the ravens get too I, honest. I, I personally would not kneel for the national anthem. Uh, I would stand up for the national anthem. Why? Because, because it's we're the patriotic. national anthem. No, no, it's a no, symbol no. of the patriotic. United States. It's not a we symbol of anything. It's a symbol of the United States. Really? Okay. And yeah. Yes, it is. And, 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 of course, I was raised that way all through elementary school. You, you stood up for that flag every no, morning at, at okay. Pledge of Allegiance. Uh, but, uh, so it's drilled into me. Some of it is simply perhaps indoctrination. But, but I, it is a symbol of the United States. If you have a beef with uh, the police, then that's fine to protest that. Uh, I would not protest it by protesting the flag itself. 
It's especially if there are members of the Marine Honor Guard on the field, as there sometimes are but uh, during the national anthem. He's not. He wasn't the, never protesting the flag. Well, it, I. Well, I what? don't know what he's protesting because I can't read his mind. He, he said right. he told you <laughs> he said, what he was protesting. He said, I'm pro- I will not stand for a flag of a nation that oppresses black people. He, I believe that was a more or less exact quote. No, he... he, he so he... First of all, he's, he was set down first, Colin Kaepernick. He was set down. Then a, a Marine, a Green Beret, came to him and said, look, it would be much better if you just took a knee. Instead of what was he doing originally? Setting down. Okay. We feel much better if you just took a knee. So Colin Kaepernick decided to just take a knee. That guy was a marketing genius. And then it, yeah. was, it was <laughs> still wasn't good enough. If he'd been sitting, this would have gotten but nowhere. But here's the thing. Take a knee is awesome. It's never convenient to protest. Protest is, that's what it's all about. That's what sure. they call protesting. Because well, exactly. it has to dis- <laughs> That's why they call protesting. They, yeah, yeah. They, because it has to bring testing. something to the table. You're testing people. Yes. So you can't bring it up to the table, if, you know, if nobody sees it and feels it. So uh, everybody is there, an, is, there is, is this is this permanent? No, the once you once no, you once you start permanent. this, how do you get out of it? How do you well, get out of it without yeah. a, without appearing? When, to we're, co- when we're a colorblind society, I guess I'll stand. How, 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 how do you get out of it? Are they going to kneel forever? How do you get out of it without appearing to communicate well, see, that the, that what you what you're protesting has has fixed? See, itself. this is where it becomes such a, 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 a separating force. I'm asking, I'm asking you a serious let question. Me, let me say this because I heard, question, I heard right Wid yeah. say, are they going to do it forever? Who? The people who are kneeling. You know who's kneeling. No, actually, so, white people are kneeling now, too. No, they're not. Yes, they are. Some are. No, they're not. Well, whatever, whoever. Stop what? making this, yes. stop making this I, a racial issue. You're damn right. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. bringing. I'm going to bring it to where it's supposed to I'm be. Kidding. Of course it's a racial issue. But, but Deal I, with race. If a singer did it, I would say, say shut up and sing. You know what I say to those what? guys? Shut up and catch the ball. If you okay? could go, if you could go back in it. history. Hold See? on. If you could go back in history, and you're there, and, and Marvin Gaye gets the offer to sing the national anthem, would you say, Marvin, don't do it? You're making an ass of yourself. You shouldn't be singing that national anthem. Whitney Houston, you shouldn't be. I'm asking you, you shouldn't be singing the national anthem. Well, you know, say Muhammad Ali, when he didn't get in service, everybody hated him. Listen, can I, can I just say something? I think that you think I'm being, like, clever here, but I'm not. I've said to you many times that I, I think that the one population, I've said this for years, the one population that, that in the United States that has every right to be ambivalent about the United States of America are blacks. I, I get that. I, I, if I were black, knowing what happened in this country, I would, I don't think I would hate right. the country, but I would have mixed feelings about it. Right. So I respect that 100%. Right. Nevertheless, I'm asking, like, how far do you take that? It's a national pastime. Can't, if you have ambivalence, maybe you can separate those times for unity and times to expl- express my, my beefs. But, but when you politicize everything, if black black singers no longer will sing the national anthem, when everything becomes a form for politics, is that a, a plus? Is, as, is that a good thing for the nation? Does, does it help? Does it help accomplish as, what you want to accomplish? As a white man, These are real you don't get to tell black people how and where to protest. No, only you in the comedy cell I get to do that. I'm, I'm not saying. I'm not telling. <laughs> I'm, I'm, telling not, you that. I'm asking you questions. I'm not huh? saying anybody should. I don't like you're the like way my you, fucking you Facebook feed. You're just twisting things. I would like to yield my time to Keith Robinson, the senator <laughs> from Philadelphia. <laughs> well, I this has become a Senate Judiciary Committee. Taking back Keith. my time? You can't. You can't. Taking you, back my time? You, you, you can't reason with the these quen- people. The question. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean these Comic, people? Comics, comedians. I mean comedians. <laughs> the question is. The question is not yeah, is I, telling anybody how to protest. That's what you're doing. The question is. No, first of all, I said no. that I wouldn't protest that way, and people have a right to protest the protest. So that. People have a right to say, wow. I don't like... Protest the protest. Uh, people like have it. the right to... Uh, you have the right to kneel, and people have the right to say, I don't like you kneeling. I okay. feel it's disrespectful. Yeah. Yeah. So and I it, think everybody would agree with that. With I don't go against what, what they're protesting. I... Why mix it in with the with the game? Uh, you know, it's just like when a singer. Yeah. I don't want to hear a singer. Well, right, let me push back. Let's or say I, let's say it's nineteen sixty five or sixty six. Whenever whenever the year when they were trying to integrate in Alabama or wherever it was, and the, it's right after the the they were hosing black kids down with the hoses, and the day after that it's a football time, and the black players don't want to stand for the national anthem. I w- I would have a hard time arguing with them in such a clear. Cut case. I think, I think part of the problem to me, and I'll, I'll be last thing. Part of the problem to me is that this very issue is extremely complicated. All the uh, social science that is done about it, the research, the statistics, 
paint a picture which is not what Colin Kaepernick believes that it might be. You know, I don't know if, this, if the evidence is correct or not correct, but the, the issue with crime rates and what's going on in Chicago and, the, and the, the fact that the police are simultaneously expected to deal with communities of high, high violence and then somehow never get in a cause. It's a very, very complicated, and yeah. I'm sure racism is, is one component of it. Right. That there seems to be something about this particular issue, which is so complicated, that in a certain way I find it not appropriate to just simplify it by this taking a knee. That's the way I feel about it. But... But I don't me, actually mind the disrespect to the flag. And that, let me tell you something. When, when he said, I just want to go to a, a football game and see football. Yeah. But just the national anthem in itself, it's political. Yes. That's a well, political symbol. Yes, it is. But it, that's political. Yeah. But, but that's not, not, what does that have to do with the football game? Um, Are you disturbed that, that they're singing a national no, anthem? It's just, it's just a tradition. As a matter of fact, some they didn't, people are playing in America. It, they didn't always use to do it But but what I'm saying, the phoniness of it is like we just want to see a football game. Well, no, the, a national anthem goes. There's a, a down on his knee. And then they up his knee, and they're playing football. Okay, Keith, I get so that. So you don't right, just want to see football. I didn't say you that. I see that. I don't Let like me it. finish. <laughs> no, you hate to see that black man kneeling. No, I didn't even realize I Colin Kaepernick was black kneel. until I read it. <laughs> if it was anybody kneeling, I would hate that. He didn't look black to me. It, yeah. If it was anybody. <laughs> it looked like one of my kids. Now, look. You're victimizing yourself. If it was anybody. If they were calling out a play, right? Yeah. In the middle of the play, a black guy kneeled and put his fist up. Then that interferes with the football game. See, Keith. That's I, it. Keith, okay. Sick of his phoniness. Okay, listen to me. But you, but Didn't you, Michael Bennett do that after he sacks like a white player who, he puts his black I power got, fist? I like the guy who a black power Keith. fist. Keith, 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 <laughs> Keith. You're, <laughs> you're, you're putting words in somebody's mouth. I'm, no. sure, I'm sure somebody feels I'm that not, way, but nobody this way feels that way. But listen to me. I just heard it. What does it mean? As, as a guy who owns a club, I always compare it to the club. Like you have, let's say, take a red state, like uh, I don't know, Al Al I mean, a blue state, like Alabama or something like that. No, red state. Alabama. Red, red state. Red, red state. <laughs> so, so someplace where, where you yeah. know that the overwhelming uh, sentiment of the audience of the of the crowd that's paying their money to come see this game doesn't agree with this protest. So now you're you're imposing something which is unpleasant to the fans who aren't indirectly actually paying your salary and say listen I'm going to put this in your face fans there is there is something to, there, it, that at least has to be a consideration like I, I have very strong opinions I don't want those opinions expressed on the stage in the comedy cellar even if I might really kind of certainly make me feel good because I'm like I say to myself you know what I don't care how strongly I feel about the state of Israel let's say there's a lot of people in the audience that, that totally disagree and I don't want to impose this on they're here to have a good time pay their money and see comedy I don't think it's the right place for me to do that. And that doesn't have anything to do with how right I feel the cause is. Where is the right place then? Every place other than a captive audience where people have paid their money for not for a bait and switch. They're coming to see this. They're coming to have a good time. Wait a minute. Do people still see the football game on time? Yeah, but but it's... Uh, I'm asking you, do they? Yes, do, yes, oh, yes they do. What interferes with the football I mean, game? It is, it's amazing. It is on time, yeah. <laughs> It's, 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 what, what gets me is it's opportunistic. It's opportunistic. That's what protests are. Okay. You know what? Yeah. But I, 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 it's a tough issue. Have, I think how, it's a tough issue. While we, while we know the reason we're talking about this now, because somebody took six that months opportunity. Now, when, when they start protesting. We're talking about the protests. We're not talking about the actual when, problems. When people start protesting. We're talking about the protests. Yeah. We're not talking yeah. about the actual well, problems. Exactly. When people start protesting uh, abortion. And various they other do that too. various other issues that they feel strongly about at football games, and we find, just like the Academy Awards, where what became what was once in a while somebody says something political becomes every single time it's, it's political. I think we're all to say to ourselves, you know what? It's, this is not a but place. It's, this it's, is not a it's, place. It's a it's funny not... premise to to tell people where the place is. The national anthem is being sung, which is political. That that oh, one guy takes a knee. It was just one or two guys. And everybody's oh, why are they doing well, you know, this? Keith, Come you're, on, you're right. Man. You know, we, we it started it started at times of world wars, and yeah. singing the national anthem really was seen by almost 100 percent of the population. I probably black people too in a certain way. Uh, it's just this is America, and, and we have there's a unity here. And we woke up whatever 80 years later in a country where patriotism itself 
is controversial, and now the national anthem is seen as a political statement rather than just a celebration of who we are getting together. And, you know, that is... is, What's more patriotic than protest? That's the First Amendment. No, no. That's a right. No, I don't think protest is patriotic or not. Yes, it is. No, defending people's right to protest is patriotic. The protest itself is not, in in my opinion, nothing patriotic about protesting. doesn't mean you love your country because you protest. It means you love your country because you respect people's protest. That's what I think. You want to build your country to be a better place. Yeah, it can be. It can That's be patriotic. patriotic. The cause can be patriotic. Yeah, the wa- cause listen, is wa- that. Wanting Stop the poli- shooting niggers. Wa- yeah, wanting, <laughs> wanting, wanting. I, I will not say that word. Did, by the way, you, you, hear- you can't say that word. I can rap oh, it. Oh yes, I can. <laughs> the whole. Wait, uh, please. Let did you hear about the kids? The kids who were singing. This kids in college were singing along with the Kanye song. The about the gold digger, and now they're being investigated by the university because they use the N word. Yeah. Well, I, I wanted. Uh, Wid was wanted to say something he was being interrupted but yeah. sorry Wood. sorry Wood. no I'm just thinking that it is not the right place to Did do that did say white place it's not the white place <laughs> I thought he said white I, that was a Freudian slip sorry <laughs> but it, it shouldn't be done there because everybody will be protesting something different if everybody was allowed to do that there would be ten different things there's just as many uh, problems in the world and for other for, for other players wait you know how right you are the Dallas team had wanted to wear a small thing on their helmets to commemorate the uh, cops who were shot in Dallas and the NFL turned them down but what does that mean it means that but that, that the I mean, NFL allows that 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 in other words the that, NBA doesn't allow no they say the NFL it wasn't like it's like well every protest is, is okay with us I they can, pick and choose their protests I can see where it's very effective it's very effective because now it has people talking yeah. and what it did was it, we're, we're discussing it right now for a but, long but time but we're not discussing and how to eradicate and, police no, brutality no, at all and, right we we're are discussing it it's I'll just the method that is used is is kind of uh, you know, it's invasive and it's self-indulgent. Okay, that's what it's supposed to be. Wow, this guy's got balls. Wade is a great American. I would, I would say it to any singer, any songwriter, any white guy, any black guy, if, any green if it, guy. If it didn't shut mean up and catch the ball. See, that's but that's, it. That's that's just a bad mentality. You shut up. No, He's not it's just not a, a bad a mentality. Empty tool to do, be a, your, your entertainer. This guy, Colin Kaepernick, gave a million dollars of his money. He's not just talking. That's when he thought he was going to get resigned. <laughs> no, he gave a million dollars of his money. He's done a lot I for the neighborhood. Down. You have to go, Mike? Yeah, right. I, have to, I have a spot. Well, listen. I have I, a spot wait, here wait, at the wait, Comedy Cellar. I, I actually thing. work. You know, a, I want to tell you exactly what's going on in my mind right now. If I were, like, because the biggest challenge is to really put yourself in someone else's shoes. It's very, very difficult. And, right. I, and I wonder to myself, given having, if I could carry over the exact same mentality that I have now, but I lived a life in black skin. Would I see this the It'd be same? Hard to imagine. Would no, I see this the same or differently? I don't know the not. answer to that's that. But that's what I, 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 I. That is that. I think that is the moral requirement of yeah. everybody. It's at least and and black people vice versa to think about it that way and really try to imagine what it is like. Yeah. Uh, to be there. So I think I would. I, I think I would think about it differently. I really would. I can't imagine. I think I would. I think I would. I would. And you might be more kind to hacks too if you had to look more yeah. in their shoes. <laughs> <laughs> I got to do a lot of airplane jokes. I'll see you guys. Thanks for having me on. I, Mike is going to do his favorite airplane. No, him as right a now. black man is very hard to conceive. Obviously. Oh, you haven't seen me naked yet. <laughs> but uh, I was born, fact, I've, I've had girls with the lights out. Think I was, I was born a black up man. in the suburbs. Okay, I had a perfect childhood. Where, 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 know, where in Philadelphia? Uh, and, no, in Cranford, New Jersey, okay. right in the middle of New Jersey, the Venice of New Jersey, in a perfect place. So I would probably feel different and. You know, and if it was that much of a cause, yeah, I would kneel at a, a football game, probably. Right. And uh, but I'm I'm saying that it gets kind of like it's too much. You know, when you want to escape something in a in a football game, I mean, it's it's like you get blindsided. Okay. And I feel guilty about what my ancestors did. I feel guilty about that. But I don't want to always be. Your ancestors. You don't have to feel guilty about what your ancestors did. Not your fault. It's not about well, your that. We should feel upset about what the United States of America did. It's but not you know. about I that. don't even know what my ancestors did uh, because we have very few records going back. I, I don't think a German I meet should feel guilty about what their ancestors did. I'm saying, I'm no, saying, it's not yeah. about that. It's about your ancestors in the United States. That's what it's about. No, wait, I'm curious. Your ancestors back in It's about systemic racism in our system. 
That's what it's about. Do you think uh, things are getting better? Do you no. think, or do you think things are getting worse? Now, uh, I think things are getting better. Yeah, of course. Uh, now, that's coming now, from a white guy. No, no, no. Of course. <laughs> come on. Come on. Now you have to make it. Come on. Come on. You have to make it. Police brutality. Even police brutality got better. We've been. Wait, wait a minute. There's been a song for it every is decade better, Keith. since the fifties about police brutality. But it's getting better. And it goes back even further. With body cameras. Right. And but I want to ask you another question. This is. This is. I think this is hasn't really been I spoken about. I think it's getting better, but it's not going to get much better after. Right now, we're at the peak. Hold on. I want to say something. This is. This is, I think, also part of the, the, um, the, the subtext here that's not spoken about. People look at this and they wonder, them, wonder to themselves, do these people taking a knee to the nas uh, national anthem, what do, they do they have a perspective and what is their perspective on the pluses and minuses of the United States of America? Do they still realize that despite their, their, their place on the totem pole, that in the end there are still so many amazing benefits to this country that is not perfect that but that still you have these millionaires you have a, 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 a people being uh, having tremendous ability to pursue their happiness black and white in an unprecedented level so so I look at Kaepernick and I say to myself okay he's protesting police brutality maybe that's legit but I say but does he does he love the country does he hate the country does he put it in a in a spectrum of pluses and minuses of the country yes. or does it just does it swell well he should speak that way in he some does. way like, how much more respect would he get if Cap Kaepernick says, listen, listen no, no, I no. love my country no. I'm, I'm, I there's so many him? good things about the United States of America Let me ask you something. Yeah. No. Yeah. have you but heard him speak I, I read some of the translations I didn't he hear read, him say that I heard him speak what did he say he loves the country of course but there's so many things that still need to be fixed okay. and we know well, that I'm, I'm, but I'm, everybody okay with me. has something they want that. to fix everybody has something they want to fix there would be protests everywhere. You have kids. If, if people you, were, wait a minute. I, I mean, why are most prop comics conservatives? Have you noticed that? Uh, yeah. I, no, I was always conservative, no. but not. Let, not. Me, let me ask you this. Um, I didn't notice with, that. But you made right. <laughs> you have kids with what? You no. have kids. No, I don't. You have nieces and nephews. Uh, yeah, lots so, of them. So, if you seen your uh, nephews being shot down by police. Right? Of course and a, I would be. And of course I don't like well, to. I just well, don't wait, wait, like wait, 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 Let him finish okay, it. Wait, okay. wait. Wait. I'm you sorry. Answer, you can't answer a question that you have. All right, all right, don't rub it in. Go keep Now, if your nephews were shot down and the cops was let loose, you had four, maybe four of them let loose, four killed, four cops let loose, how would you feel? Of course I would feel terrible, and I would do anything by my means to do that. And I don't disrespect anything that they're doing, but it is the wrong place to do it, and it is what, something that... What, what, what is the right place? Well, the right place would be the place where, it, it, from, from a very you know, off, utilitarian... the place the where field. No, the right place... There's two ways to look at it, right? From, from Kaepernick's point of view, or someone who's committed to the cause, the right place would be the, the place where you're, you're most likely to further the cause... I don't know. I don't. I don't I know I, if that if this is furthering the cause. I. I what well, you know? I, you know how you know it's, it's furthering the cause because we're still talking about it. He did it a year or so ago. That yeah, was I like know, a year or so ago, and Dumb Donald was still talking about it. Yeah, but do you think people are more sympathetic to the cause now than they were prior? They're, they're bringing more and more I'm light to it. They're bringing more light right. to maybe, it. Maybe right. They did. So, they're. they're it's very effective. It's very effective what is happening. So, and it is probably reaching their might, goals by might. having people talk about it more. I guess right. as, as an American, I, I feel really, I truly feel this way. Where, where we're so divided in so many ways, I would like to see right. certain places where people could just come together and forget their skin color and forget their thing for one afternoon to all be together. Now, 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 it, it doesn't have to be football. If it is, it is I'm, but, I'm not, I'm but, not crying about right. the flag. But there is something that's been lost in terms of the social fabric so that you, every single thing is political so you now. Want, that's so you, here's what you're saying. But maybe it's outweighed I, by I this. Would I like don't know. I'm politically correct. Here's what I'm saying. Yeah. You're saying I would like an hour or two just not to think about racism. That's another way to put it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't. I don't think. I don't think then about racism. Go back to I, I spent 23 hours out of the day not thinking about racism, Keith. You know that. But you will soon. <laughs> no, I'm saying no. That's really not what I'm saying. You. What I'm saying is that the country needs to have the, the proper combination of, of focusing on its faults, but not, not, sweep, not sweeping them under the rug, 
trying to make them better and also showing that we are still, we have something else that binds us, which is that that not everything is about our race and our ethnicity and our religion and whether we're pro-life or pro-choice. Those, those, are, those, those, those ideas can conflict in certain times, but they are also both p- things that I would like our nation to accomplish. But, but Address when, our flaws and still be unified. And at least, can we all, it'd be nice if we all agree that at least the anthem is, a, is not a, in and of itself intrinsically political, it nor is, is the flag. It's absolutely it, political. Talk, talking to Mike Keith. It's absolutely political. The flag, that, what does that have to the, do with football? Well, the point is, is the flag is a symbol of the United no, no, States. No, 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 no. What does that have to do it's with tradition. football? It's a tradition. I told you it started, uh, I think it started during war times. But, but, you, do you remember after 9-11, everybody but, was singing America the Beautiful. Everybody was singing it. It's still political. You, if so, okay, you okay, want, I'm not going to protest. Well, all right, well. So if you don't want to protest, if I bring another political agenda... To the to the, well, if you if you don't the like the national anthem, well, we can all. We, we, but it's then, not political because it's it's all it's saying is we love America. Now, if you if you if you I mean, think that, that so, that's is political, that so, is it wait a minute, wait, 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 So I, 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 so what if I don't love America? Hey, but fine, you don't love America, uh, but but you're going to get a lot of flag for it. But so and that's what's get, happening. Talking to Mike. Get, then we're, I, I, I'm guessing, <laughs> no right now that these, these white folks. Well, I don't know. It must feel so good to be able to say that, Keith. I, I, like, know. Uh, I mean, like, I, I just, I, that must be such when, a pleasure to be able to say, me, you white right. folks, and nobody no, thinks you've crossed no, the line. Nobody you, even has to know, give you an excuse for it. Let me oh, make it white let, folks. Let me make uh, it better. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> no, you don't have any crackers. <laughs> Put well, on the Ritz. All right. <laughs> oh, putting on the Ritz. <laughs> what, what, ethnic, what ethnic group are you belong to, uh, Wid? Me? Are you just a regular I'm, white I'm, guy? I'm mush. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm a mutt. I'm from, you know, 18 different things. Probably maybe Canadian. I don't know. Well, that's you not know? an ethnic group. Well, yes, it is. Yeah. Canadian's not ethnic. Is that? Any, of course what are, not. What are white Can- Canadians? What ethnic group are they? White people. I'm no, white is not an ethnic group. I'm as of course white it is. is a race. I'm pretty but much French, as white as French you is an ethnic yeah. group. Canadian is not an ethnic group well, in any case. Neither is American. It's a Canada's a melting pot like probably, America. Okay. Probably French, German, uh, Scottish, uh, Irish. Uh, you know. Anyway, we're, we're at we're at sixty minutes. So. Uh, wait, it was it was great. Like I, I didn't know what to expect, but the fact that you're like to talk politics and you're you're kind of a, a, but I want keep a the man after my heart. I so want keep to know one thing. Go ahead. I want keep to know that is a brilliant thing that they're doing by bringing attention to what they're doing, and it is a brilliant thing. But I just think that it's kind of a, it's kind of intrusive. Does, to, does it make to, you uncomfortable? To do that, and it kind of makes me uncomfortable. Yeah, Good. I, it doesn't. That's what it's meant. That's, exa- that's exactly. That's I mean, it's meant to do. It doesn't it's make right. me uncomfortable because I never watch football. But it makes me uncomfortable because of it is anti-American to no. kneel during the the Star Spangled Banner. That's you that, couldn't do that when I was when I was growing up, and if you didn't if you didn't stand during the national anthem, they'd hit you in the head. That's you know, old school and that's that wrong. Maybe, it's not right. anti-American. Okay. It's anti-cops killing unarmed black men. That's okay. what it's anti. All right, but that's what it's for. Keep and it's then working. deal with that. It's working, and you I know, wanted I wanted to deal with it. Come on, now what else you got to say, now? No, no, I I, <laughs> I I didn't like your Facebook oh, post. Oh, look at the point. No, I I really think this is an issue. It depends what you put as. The, the arguments on both sides are legit. You, it's, it depends on what you prioritize, you know. I, 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 I honestly don't. I, I, that's why I come back to, I really think that the, it's because I think the issue is so murky to begin with that this bothers me because I could see a certain cause. Like I said, you want to repeat myself about the 60s, where I'd say, well, of course they're not going to stand now. Right. But this issue, this is a tough issue. The issue for me is not murky. It is. It's clear. It's just as clear as day. Well, you should read some of the I stats. I don't clear. think, any, I don't I think anybody stats. feels that way against what they're feel, protesting. But I know most black people Listen, feel when, too. Uh, you know I feel? When, when Eric Holder exonerated Darren Wilson, who shot Michael Brown, that was really the, the, the case that really started all this, the hands up, don't shoot. And the black president and the black attorney general wrote a report or released a report saying that Darren Wilson actually was ex- was correct in what he did, that Michael, the witnesses lied, that nobody says that other shoot. And Hillary Clinton still 
brought Michael Brown's mother on stage with her at the convention. I felt that was a every bit as much a lie as anything Donald Trump has ever said. Much more sophisticated. Stop it! And now wait, now hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm almost finished. Keith, listen. Keith, now wait. I'm on my knee. Now, let me finish. I'm taking a knee. Keith, please. Now I'm barely this, taking a This is important. And just like I said, to put yourself in, in, a, in a black person's shoes, and I say to myself, if I was one of these cops, especially cops who, who are being shot now, and I, and I know that this cop who had been maligned actually was exonerated, and yet they're still calling him out there as a murderer. Be, because that we, would outrage as a black that, man, you. You need to realize that would outrage no, you also. No, let me tell you. And this. if you can't, Hold up. then then, uh, then you're not then you're not I, doing what you want other people to do. I still don't believe Darren Wilson. You don't have to believe it. I don't believe, don't believe him. it. You don't have to believe it. The point is that the United States government and, and, investigated and, this. You don't get and your private. You don't have to believe it. And they showed. All the racism in that. Uh, you are ducking my question. They showed all you what's going on. You are ducking on. my well, question. I'm they thinking, showed you, all the systemic you're racism. You're a cop. If yeah, I was they a cop, show, they the show, cops lie all the time. All right. This is this is why. And you see, when you start talking like that, I feel less sympathetic to the whole cause because I'm it's not. a one-way street. No, it's, it's not you expect, a one-way street. You expect street. people to 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 stop and think about what it's like to be in your shoes, and then you make no attempt to stop and think what it's like to be in another person's shoes. Cops cops were shot, hanging out at their police cars. As a response to this kind of shit, things people were dying, and that's fine. Not, if, not, hold not on. because and, of Michael and, Brown. Hold on, yes, because it's of the Philando Castro. And, 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 well, it was all of it, and and the truth is that if that's the way it is, because of what really happened, that's one thing. But if there's real facts out there which are false, and they've actually been uncovered, and still, and th nobody's acknowledging them, and Hillary doesn't acknowledge them, and the president doesn't acknowledge them, and. One out of 50 people that I meet have any idea at all that Darren Wilson was even exonerated. They no. don't know. It was Darren, buried. It Darren, was buried. Darren Wilson lied. You think that, but Eric Holder. No, Hol he absolutely lied. Eric Holder and oh, the Justice Department. His eyes turned red. <laughs> Get out of here with that. All right, we're done. We're done. Keith. Done. You're, you're out of here. <laughs> wow. Uh, that was much more political than I thought it would be. Good night, everybody. Good night. Uh, shake that. <laughs>